Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. I'm John Bishop. And I'm Lucas Southworth. Welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question. Hey, like, what's up with cars, you know? So, uh, so, so what's, what's, uh, what's up with cars, Lucas? What's up with cars this week? Well, this week, John, uh, we wanted to talk about sort of, you know, law and order in the Cars universe, the legal systems, and you, right before we started, you said, you know, I don't, I don't know what like our car pun name for this episode is, and I said, "Oh, I've got it," but I want to tell it to you while we're recording, and hopefully, you think it's also funny. <laughs> I'm just now realizing, but I was thinking for this one, we could call it uh, "Law and Order SUV." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh boy. Um You see, I love it, but the problem is what that is. Oh, sport utility vehicle. It's fine. Yeah, but like but what SVU is, it's I know what SVU is. We don't need to dwell on it. It's well, there you have it, folks. Law and order SVU. No? You said the other one. SV SUV. Oh yep. boy. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That was okay. oh. You know when you said before we started, uh yeah, I'm I don't have a lot of energy. I don't really want to do a lot today. <laughs> I was expecting to have a, a little less energy from you in the episode. See, but I'm here for it. You, I'm, I'm totally here for it. See, I have less energy for restraint. <laughs> oh no! Well, you heard it here first, folks. It's gonna probably be a weird episode. All right, let's get down to the nitty gritty. That's that's something, right? That someone said something like that. This isn't the first time you've done exactly this on the podcast. Last time I edited out you saying, "I think a YouTuber says that." But Yep. Still don't know which one. Uh, eh, it's ours now. Sorry. Are you prepared for perhaps the most frustrating uh the most frustrating episode you're ever gonna have? I mean, I guess I can start preparing myself for that. I was I, I expected this to be a pretty standard episode. It's time for uh, a fun fact of the day. John, you can't do this. <laughs> Did you know that in a number of Maine counties, you cannot skateboard on the sidewalks? In Biddeford, at least, the fine is only $10. Uh, 
So if skateboarding on sidewalks is what's in your heart, you'll probably be able to afford it. That is a quote from thrillist.com slash entertainment slash nation slash weird dash state dash laws. See, the thing is, John. See, do you know what the thing is, Lucas? (laughs) What I know is you've already done the joke where it's like, oh, what if I do fun facts every three minutes? Uh, So, like, I don't know. You're sort of retreading the... But but do you remember how many that was and how how upset you got over the amount the the sheer amount when there were only like five? Do you know how many I've got in front of me right now? Potentially like fifty if there's one per each. I've got state. fifty. Okay. So I don't think it'd be a very time for a fun fact of the day, Lucas. Did you know that in Maryland there's no specific law against taking a lion to the movies? So. I don't know why they said that, but there is a law against using profanity while driving. I would argue that in a lot of states, there aren't, there is no like specific law about bringing a lion to the movies. Uh, but <laughs> going back to my point, like I don't know how good it would be to listen to you listing fifty fun facts throughout the episode, Johnny. Just from like, that's a good point, Lucas. But did you know that uh, if you're traveling uh, through the state of Michigan by train, you're going to need to do that sober because it's illegal to drive a train or be in a train if you're tipsy. Well, I would hope it would be illegal to drive a train tipsy, but they serve alcohol on trains lots of times, but maybe not in Michigan. Who can say? But the larger point is, please don't do this, John. Do you even have a not very fun fact? Which brings me to my not very fun fact. Okay. Of the day. No, it doesn't. It sort of forced your hand there. <laughs> it okay. doesn't actually. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go for. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know the alphabet, Lucas. I'm so bad at the alphabet. That's all right. I I don't know. What Last to tell you, fun but, uh, fact of the episode. It's, not good. it's unlawful to sell those dyed baby chicks you see around Easter, unless, of course, you sell them in groups of six or more. Lucas, what's a dyed baby chick? I'm pretty sure it's a a baby chick that's been dyed, but is that a thing? Are they talking about peeps? It says it's unlawful to sell those dyed baby chicks unless you sell them in groups of six or more. If they're talking about peeps, that's super weird, but... If they're talking about, like, real chickens, what? Do people do that? I certainly have never heard of anyone dyeing a baby chick any sort of color. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still super weird if they have a specific law regarding peeps and their, I don't know, amount during sales, but... Oh, Lucas. I don't know, man. (laughs) People dye baby chicks. Oh, God. I really don't like that. Just, like, don't do that instead of doing that, if you want to do that, you know? I'm just going to go ahead and read the first line of this NewYorkTimes.com article. It says, cute as they are, they are not made of marshmallow. And that's all I'm going to read of that. I'm going to exit out of those two tabs. Yeah, I think that sort of gives us the... Kind of gives us the long and short, huh? Mm-hmm. So... It's probably pretty obvious by now. We're a podcast that talks about cars. We're a podcast that True. talks about... We should do that. Law and order. All right. So, why do we want to talk about 
Law and Order in the Cars universe, Lucas. What do you want to talk about specifically? You want to talk about uh, Texas? You want to talk about government? You want to talk See, about cops? We can and maybe should talk about all of those things. But what I think is the biggest driving force of this episode, and like what specifically I thought about that sort of got me on the the classic Lucas brain spiral about cars that one made me want to do this episode is specifically the court proceedings and sentencing of lightning McQueen in car, the first cars movie, which brings me to my question from Liz. Fantastic. Lucas, is there due process? (laughs) That is my question from Liz. I feel like (laughs) honestly, is there due process? Honestly, not really. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Giving, given my understand, no due process. Yeah, like it's pretty messed up. I went back and I watched the scene uh, right before we recorded this, just to, like get a good, like little timeline of what happened in it. And the entire court proceeding takes four minutes from when. Lightning literally walks into the courtroom to when he is sentenced to community service. And the judge arrives about two minutes into that. So so there's there's two minutes of judge being there. Yes. In which time... And, and like, what about a jury of his peers? Is there a jury of his peers? No. No, and like... I don't know. There are some legal proceedings that happen without juries that I don't really know about, but like there certainly isn't one here, even though it seems like a criminal proceeding and he should have maybe had a jury, but like also for, you know how you get a court appointed lawyer? Yep. So who did they appoint? Well, John, they did appoint Mater to be his lawyer. That's uh that, that's uh, an interesting choice. Does he have uh does he have some sort of degree in in any sort of I don't know field that might be somewhat relevant? You know what? Forget it. Does he have any sort of degree? Not to my knowledge. I mean, maybe after we wa- made her go to school, Lucas. Again, I don't think so. We we this, we are recording this before Mater's Tall Tales. Uh, so, like, I don't know, maybe one of them is Mater goes to law school, but I don't think it is. <laughs> so There'd have to also be one that explains how he's qualified to be an astronaut and also a doctor, specifically a yeah. surgeon. <sighs> yeah, and, like, how the process goes, it's not like, oh, we always appoint Mater to be, he's, like, our go-to court-appointed lawyer. Again, I just watched this, how it works. Uh, is uh, Sheriff, the car who is the sheriff, it's very confusing, his name is Sheriff, uh, asks Lightning, do you have a lawyer? And Lightning says, I mean, yeah, he's probably off in like Tahiti or something. Uh, And then Sheriff goes, in the absence of a lawyer, the court will appoint one for you. Uh, And then he looks to the citizens of Radiator Springs and says, does anyone want to be this guy's lawyer? <laughs> and then everyone, like, moves away except Mater. And he, Mater goes, well, shoot, I'll do it. <laughs> so, Well, shoot, he'll do it. Um, 
Yeah, he does. He does it fully. He does. He well, no, he literally doesn't say anything during the court proceedings to the judge, who is Doc Hudson. If you didn't remember that, no, no, uh, I don't so, know much about law, but I don't think that's how lawyers work. Yeah, like I don't know, and. <laughs> Again, I realize that I'm just recounting the scene to you at this point, but it's it bears mentioning that, like, Doc just comes in and says, I'm going to throw him in jail, I'm going to throw him in jail till the jail rots, and then we'll build a new jail, and that'll rot on top of him, too. And then he sees it's lightning and says, Oh, no, get him out of here. Banish him from the town, basically. And then Sally Carrera comes in and says, No, you should make him fix the road. Uh, and he's like, I'm not going to do that. I don't want him in my town. And then she convinces the citizens of Radiator Springs that it would be good for him to fix the road. And they're like, yeah, make him fix the road, Doc. And he's like, okay, I guess you guys have decided this for me. So it's not a great court proceeding in terms of like following, you know, court proceedings when it comes down to it. So his trial was immediate. <sighs> yep. His... His lawyer was forced upon him and was, in fact, Tomater, the, the town, the town everything, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And because he's a race car, the judge takes one look at him and decides, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to send him to jail. I don't want to be anywhere near him. Ooh, yeah. Which I can't decide if that's classism or racism or some weird combination of both. Prejudice, certainly. Somewhere Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Prejudice that is obvious and unashamed and from the judge. Yeah. And like, Sally Carrera is described as, she is literally a lawyer. She has a law degree and is described as the town lawyer. So, like, I don't know, even if she doesn't like the guy and wants him to clean up the road, you'd think that maybe the court-appointed lawyer might be Sally Carrera? I think the point of that is that she is the uh, prosecutor. Well, when you've got one lawyer... She represents the town as a lawyer. Yes, but... When you legally have to provide the defendant with a lawyer, and there's one lawyer who lives in your town, I don't know, at the very least, call and get another lawyer. But, but Lucas, if they did that, then she, Sally's gonna represent Lightning, and who's gonna represent the town? Who, who, are they, who would they get to do that? Mater? Probably. That'd be terrible. I mean, they Why would they do that? Probably would get Mater to do it. Uh... This is my point, Lucas. No, yeah, this I, is my I, point. I saw that after you said it. Uh... It's, oh, boy. So, so don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that a jury is required if it's a certain type of offense that essentially is, it's over a value of like $2,000. So Something like that. I do want to make it clear. Yeah. We have no idea what we're talking about when it comes to the law, so... Take this entire is, episode with a grain of salt, as you do with all of the episodes. I'm we just, have I hope. almost as much uh, knowledge of the law and all of that as we do 
let's say fashion or um i or i do of sports or or language and culture was another one that wasn't our real culture wheelbag yeah. uh, this is adding up to be a so, lot of our episodes huh anyway uh so yeah he yeah yeah he destroys an entire road and a statue gets knocked over that's gotta be over like two thousand dollars worth of damage and it's not just the road like the statue goes and like breaks a lot of windows in the town he gets tangled up in their electrical wires or telephone wires so like they would have to get someone to come and like replace those and like that's very much not cheap and later uh, can do it so, i'm sure he somehow could <laughs> well uh, even golly, if he uh, can't he's going to yeah, and then it would work, and Lightning would say, you didn't do that, and then there would be proof that he did. Uh, and that also Lightning was there, because he's got a, a an unfortunate uh, an unfortunate condition that causes just all sorts of memory loss. Man, does Lightning have the 51st States disease? We can't get into this now. Yes, uh, he does. Confirmed. Okay, so, okay. so the judge of the town is also the doctor and the tow truck driver yes is also a lawyer <laughs> and yes. a surgeon and an astronaut i'll check it out so far yes were you like leading somewhere right. with the that? sheriff okay. the sheriff is a sheriff and i think he also tows people i don't the the lawyer for the the entire town is the only lawyer in the town and and uh, instead of paying for repairs they have the extremely wealthy man just do it himself without without letting him call or talk to anyone yeah it certainly seems like from start to finish there were some i don't know very much rights violations of lightning mcqueen in this process and don't get me wrong like, Lightning very much broke the law and destroyed a lot of property and deserved to go through the legal system, but Lightning McQueen did not go through the legal system. He went through a bunch of people playing dress-up uh, in a courthouse. Yeah, that that is what it seems like. I mean, I've seen movies and I've seen TV shows where things like that would happen, where just somehow a cop or some legal system does something that is just absolutely ridiculous and a person gets captured or put into a, a situation that is just, oh, well, this is almost certainly extremely illegal. And this is just one of those cases, except here's, here's the problem, Lucas. Mm -hmm. That might be how things work in this universe. Yeah. And like, of course... If we take a step back from our stupid podcast, like, it was a short scene because they needed it to be a short scene and there weren't other characters because they didn't want to in introduce other characters. But, like, still, they've made that the canon, the only touchstone for how we know the legal system works in this universe. So that's kind of an issue. Yep. They specifically show us a court case and it's just ridiculous and terrible and lightning mcqueen 
only got off pretty easily because he's a race car and also was forced to do manual labor without being able to contact anyone. And I, I actually, I meant to bring this up earlier. It's, it's not the only example of the legal system. We don't, we don't see the court case for this, but we do see at the very end of the first cars, it may be in the credits or something. I can't remember, but like, you know the delinqu- the delinquent roadhogs. That's what that's their canon name. Uh, <laughs> they're like the four like jerk cars that cause Mac to fall asleep and literally push him around the highway in the first one. And, and one of them's called Snot Rod. Nearly kill everyone. Yes. Yes. So like at the very end of that of of the movie, I'm pretty sure it's during the credits. Like there's a little screen, but whatever. Uh, you see, they also speed pass. Uh, sheriff and then they are also later hooked up to bessie fixing the roads so like the the legal system has at the very least worked the exact same way twice so it's not a fluke it may be because they're in radiator springs and radiator springs is like you know not equipped to dole out justice but uh, it's not good it's not good folks that is, in fact, how... You, you say the exact same way, though, and the thing is, he repaired the road because he destroyed the road. Yeah. They were speeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that, actually. It's, it's the same punishment for a completely different crime. Destruction of property, and you have manual labor to repair said property, versus speeding and being a delinquent and f- forced manual labor to repair someone else's damage, I guess. I, How I many th- times do you have to repair the same road in general and then specifically in the Cars universe? I think I I actually like saw a little entry on uh, one of the wikis earlier while I was searching for the wiki quote, which will come a little later. Uh, but it's specifically said they were repairing a side road. Of course I did not check this against, I don't know, a map of Radiator Springs, but a, according to someone who cares a little bit more than I do, it's apparently a different road that they were repaving. Okay, that's good, I guess? Very, It's very slightly better. I, I guess. And so... like, it doesn't it doesn't fully stop there even with like the the violations of lightning's rights that we see like after he is sentenced he is also kept in an impound lot that's just like outside and like that's where he's kept the whole time and we do see that like the cars almost always sleep indoors like all of like when we see them like waking up or going to bed it they go into some sort of structure so like that seems pretty cruel not only is he outside but anyone in the town can just interact with them however they want you know like the extreme fanboy mater who is weirdly obsessed with him he could just i don't know torture the man because he has access to him yeah and like they don't even think about that it seems 
Yeah, I don't. And he's sentenced. His sentence is to community service, which like, I don't know. Usually people just sort of do that on their own time after a while from their own homes and aren't held. Mm hmm. Again, without proper legal proceedings. I will say there are prisoners. There are prisoners who are brought about, like, areas even in uh, oh, no. the hometown. It was just, you'll see every now and then, oh, they bring a bunch of people out. They've got one guy watching. No, them, yeah. They're picking up trash. Prison labor is a, is a real but thing like, and a real thing that, like, is super messed up that I really hate. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, like, what... Doc says is like, I sentence you to community service, which is like a real thing that judges mm-hmm. do. Like he doesn't say held indefinitely. He says community service. And then they hold him <laughs> indefinitely until he finishes it, which is like held indefinitely uh, without any contact to the outside no phone world. Call, no bails. Race cars don't have yeah. cell phones. <laughs> There's no bail, which he could easily meet because he's a very famous race car. But also, is there money? I fully don't understand why you don't think there is money. But I can't keep having this argument Because they say pennies, there are wealthy people. But like, couldn't he just pay someone off? Why doesn't he have a phone, Lucas? Race cars. Why doesn't anyone have a phone in that town? Uh, maybe... Mater uses a phone in the next movie, I believe. Maybe they just weren't ready to handle it. Like, the animation team were like, we just can't. We can't, like... We can't figure out how phones work. I mean, they don't <laughs> yeah. have hands. They're, they're actually... He does talk to, like, his agent while he's in Mac, so there is, like, a phone conversation in the first Cars movie, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Wasn't that, like, a Skype? I think, basically, like, it's more of a Skype, but it is, like, you know, telecommunications. Yeah. Oh boy! They also so. I'm sorry. They they're just more. They also boot yeah. They him. they fully boot him, and when he is not booted, he is uh, they like don't give him enough gas to get out of town, which like seems an awful lot like they're starving him to me, kind of. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're starving him. They're they're. Basically doing the ball and chain that people think of as, oh, that's a a crazy thing we used to do. That's ridiculous. That it's the like, oh, it's a parody of a a person in jail. You have that giant ball and chain. No, that that's what they do yeah. to him. They starve him and attach a large metal object to his foot so he can't go nowhere. Huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then they force him to do manual labor while starved. And and they just give him some heavy machinery and no supervision. Because <laughs> they're all crazy. And they just let him destroy the road again, but in a different way. Yeah, like they fully... And like, I'll agree, Lightning did a very bad job the first time he completed his community service. But, like, he completes the task, technically, and then they say, no, it's not good enough. Scrape it up and do it again. Which, like, out of... And, of course, again, in the context of this movie, Lightning did do a very bad job making a road, but, like, 
I don't know. That's pretty messed up still for your starved captive. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that's a thing they can do. Like in prison, I'm fairly certain labor is optional. In any situation, I think the labor has to be optional and paid. They don't have to pay you more than like a nickel, but they still have to pay you. But community service is different because you get to be home. You just have to serve your community. And in both circumstances, there's someone watching you and making sure you're doing it right and making sure you're not doing something terrible. I don't think they're allowed to just not give you supervision and then let you do something by yourself and then tell you it wasn't good enough and make you undo the work you did and then redo it. Yeah, it's like pretty cruel and unusual when it comes down to it. I would definitely call it unusual. And after this conversation, I would definitely call it cruel. Yep. Lordy, lordy. Look, he's turning 40. Uh... All right. So, so there's a sheriff. There's a judge. Yes. His name the is sheriff. sheriff is just the sheriff. The yes. judge is the doctor. Yes. Uh, what other I do wanna... sorts of law enforcement can you think of in this entire world? Real quick, again, while I was looking up stuff for this, I found out that Doc Hudson is a doctor of internal combustion, specifically. I don't know. I just thought that was weird, and we should do an episode on medicine. All right. Like a full one at some point. He's a uh, doctor of internal combustion. Uh, Yes. Is that supposed to be like cardiology yeah like doctor uh like there there are doctor of titles but yeah that's that's his i guess so like, he he's is like an a, md right yes he full he did go to medical school like i again medical school okay yes or i don't know about he went to school the wiki says he attended medical school for a doctorate in internal combustion but <laughs> Who knows what they know. Okay. You know? What'd you ask <sighs> if there are other examples of law enforcement? Mm-hmm. Because I can think of examples of law enforcement in this uh, world, but they they also make just as much sense. I mean, I, I think you're thinking of uh, Holly Shiftwell and uh, the rest of the agents from Cars 2. Is that correct? Yep, and sh and shoots McCracken. Uh, Finn McMissile. I could not remember his name a second ago. <laughs> yes. Shoots McCracken, another Mobim Bam reference, but that was actually the Adventure Zone, so ha. Huh. Nice. It's time to Did shoot. Did it, I shoot guess. With shoots McCracken. So, they are spies. Yes. In spy agency, and... They just blow a lot of stuff up, get a lot of funding for all their fancy gadgets and all that jazz, and uh, so they're spies, and they're like a parody of movie spies in a movie where they're real somehow, and there's a sheriff who has ultimate power over arresting anyone, because like, let's face it, in this world, I don't think speeding can be illegal. I don't understand how it could be, because quite frankly, it's just running. And there are areas where you're not allowed to run, I'm sure. 
but I feel like you cannot make it illegal to run. I fully understand what you're saying with that, but I, I think that speeding still has justifiable uh, uh, a justifiable route for being illegal. Because, like, I don't know. I can punch someone physically. That's something I can do. It's illegal and dangerous to another person. Yeah, but that's assault. Yes, but speeding is speeding. That wouldn't be a car going real fast. I'm I'm saying it's something yeah, I have the physical capability of it's... doing, like running. Like, you can still run. That's what... But, like, I don't know. D- don't put other... Yeah, like, I get it's the putting argument others that in danger still. the government is allowed to tell you... See, that there's this whole uh, argument that... I get really pedantic about specifically in regards to wording and it's the government can't tell me what I, uh, what to do with my body. And like the part that really gets me is, well, they can tell you what you can't do with it in that. They can tell you, you're not allowed to hit people. Like you're not allowed to just attack people. That's a thing the government can tell you you're not allowed to do. And that's a, a pedantic way to think of it. But like, Yes. It's important that the government be able to tell you, oh, you cannot hit people because that is harming people. And like in that specific case, it's, yeah, I'm okay with the government being able to tell me that I'm not allowed to do that. So like I could get why speeding should be illegal in this case just because it's a world in which if you're speeding, you could easily kill another person. And it's far more direct because it's everybody's bodies rather than a body inside of a vehicle. It's just, yeah. oh yeah, you're you're running into a person, not a car. But it's also a car. So yeah. like, I can get the argument, but at the same time, imagine if someone was like, ah, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to arrest you. Why are you arresting me? Well, you see you were exercising is exercising illegal well that specific exercise is illegal but but why is it illegal because like if you were doing that exercise and something were to happen something were to go wrong you could hurt someone but like i'm not trying to hurt anyone it it's like i'm getting dangerously close to like defending like drinking and driving because, like, you're not trying to hurt anyone when you do that. You're just endangering your own and everyone else's life as a side effect of it. And I'm very against any sort of intoxicated driving, obviously. Good call saying that. But, like, it, it's it's weird to me that a very normal human action that isn't in any way meant to hurt someone and could easily be said to be good for you is something that you could just make illegal on the off chance that you happen to run into someone. I don't know. I, I don't think this is a, like sometimes we do like the one-to-one, like uh, this is this in the cars universe, but like, I don't know. I, I don't think this is as easily translatable as that. I, I think, I think honestly, driving fast in the cars universe is more easily compared to just you know driving fast in our universe i I don't i don't think the running is necessarily what 
driving fast is. I, I, I think it's more easily comparable to just, you know, again, speeding in real life. Yeah. But then that brings me back to the whole question of what about licenses? Do you have to get a license in this universe? That is genuinely something I wanted to talk about because, like, I, I, I don't know where to begin with that. I have no idea where to begin on whether these cars have driver's licenses. John, do the cars have driver's Oh I think we've talked about this before and something we like got to very quickly, which is something that I'm like right at immediately is just maybe it's like a there's a a speed limit specifically for people under certain ages. Like, okay, you're sixteen. Yeah, we now. did say that. You can go yeah, over twenty five miles per hour. It's like school zone rules of oh, for you only 25 miles per hour. But then you think about the fact that this is a world designed for cars and like to get anywhere, you've got to drive and all you're doing is saying, Hey, if you have children, be prepared for everything to take a lot longer. Yeah. Cause like, it's not like you can load them up in the van. Cause you, yeah. you are the van. In fact, uh, uh, yeah, so that would really mess with traveling, and, like, I don't know, I'm sure that people travel with children in this. Maybe you just, maybe that's just not a thing. Maybe there are, you don't need licenses to drive. Lucas, this like, has nothing to do with law and order, but, like, think about a car riding a roller yeah. coaster. Sure. Just think okay. about that. I'm thinking about it. No, I'm thinking about it. Is the roller coaster yeah, okay. also a person? We have definitely talked about that before. Uh, I think we decided that you wanted to say every cart, individual cart, was sentient. I said the entire ride as a whole was sentient, and one being. Okay, but like, uh, like this is a, it's a person inside of a person, and one of those people is like a miniature train, and they're forever on a track that is just going around and around for the enjoyment of others enjoyment that they can probably never feel themselves and man I, it's messed up yeah and then you think about just like what that weight and momentum is going to be like the forces on that it's just going to be crazy oh yeah. boy it's messed up all right so so you got kids you, you give them a speed limit i guess you give them do you do they ever have training wheels? Well, I mean, training wheels are so your bike doesn't fall over and a car is very wide and wouldn't fall over, so I wouldn't think so. Okay. What about what about like add-ons to a car for the differently abled? Lucas, I'm get, I'm going down eight rabbit holes right now. Yeah, I think let's get You know what? It's perfect time to bring it back like a long time ago. You said uh I guess Sheriff can just arrest anybody. And I was like, man, what a good lead into the wiki quote of the day. I don't have a joke title for it. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> give, give me that joke title of the Wikipedia. Yep, that's why you're here. Uh, this time we're going to uh, fixar.fandom.com slash wiki slash sheriff. Uh, we are scrolling all the way down to my favorite section. It's where I get most of my quotes from. Uh, it's the trivia section, of course. Uh, and here in the second bullet point, 
it states, if Sheriff is in London, he's out of his jurisdiction. <laughs> which is just... Which is just true. <laughs> it's because they go to London Cars too is why this is a fact. But I don't know. Just It's one of four trivia pieces about him <laughs> is the fact that specifically, if he goes to specifically London... Then he's he's just out of his jurisdiction. He can't do anything. What, what about Tokyo? Tokyo is also in that movie. I am checking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm not seeing anything about Tokyo. So weird. Right now, he's got jurisdiction everywhere, but London. <laughs> yep that that is the uh, oh what's the term? It doesn't matter at all. But the causation versus relation. Uh, Correlation. Yep, that, th- this is direct causation. Yep. We have. Fi- That's not really the term. Okay, yep. whatever. It doesn't really apply there. <laughs> All right. So. Good episode. Lucas, uh, you know how I said I was a little bit tired. It was. No, every yeah, minute, I'm, I'm kind of right there. I'm but... falling a little bit more asleep, and it, it's nice. And it's for one of the best worst reasons <laughs> ever. It's for some reason rain. And like storms and all that jazz, they put me right to sleep. And it's been raining this entire podcast. Oh no, I'm right there with you. Good storm while I'm about to go to sleep. Oh, it's, mm, nothing it's better. So good, and that's uh, the deep sleep right there. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right. Do we want to talk about like how cops work? Sure, but that all. I'm gonna rip the bandaid off. Time for a very not fun fact of the day. TheGuardian.com okay. forward slash world forward slash 2014 forward slash APR forward slash 28 forward slash death dash penalty dash study dash four oh, dash God, percent Johnny. dash defendants dash innocent. Oh no, Johnny, uh, it got worse somehow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, by I think the very not fun fact could be that that URL exists. Yeah, like the URL should have given given it away. Yeah, but uh, according to this article, I'm gonna read this quote as closely as I can. Deliberately conservative figure lays bare extent of possible miscarriages of justice, suggesting that the innocence of more than. 200 prisoners still in the system may never be recognized. Oh, gosh. Okay. Our system's deeply broken. Okay. So, I used to be a a conservative fella. And then I, like, got some world experience and, like, met people and, like, when you find out that as this figure, which it's, it's an old survey or an old study, when you find things out like this, it just like really, it shatters that glass of, oh, well, I think that if you're a murderer, you should be discouraged from murdering by the idea that we'll kill you for it. And then you think, oh, wait, at least 4.1 of all defendants sentenced to the death penalty are innocent. Yep. I don't know, man. Most very serious criminals already live with the fear of death day to day from, you know, not the government. So I don't know how that would work as a deterrent. Come on. One in 25? At least? One. What? One would be too many. 
any amount above zero is too many. Yep. Like, there's the argument of any amount of people being put to death by the government is too many. Which I would make that but, argument, but go ahead. <laughs> like, and honestly, I'm to a point where I'm like, yeah, the government shouldn't do that. And yeah. like, it, it's it's been a lot of things, but if you're telling me that there is any amount of a chance that they are innocent, then no, that should not be even considerable. That is ridiculous. If it is a possibility that the person is in any way innocent, no, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. The, like, the uh, weird rule of thumb is, it, depending on if it's a public trial or if it's, like, a criminal trial, uh, it's reasonable doubt, beyond reasonable doubt, or beyond the shadow of a doubt. It's, like, if it's a very, very serious case, then it's taken to, oh, you have to prove that this person 100% definitely did this. And our legal system, that's what you're supposed to do in the very serious cases. And we do not do that because that's pretty much impossible most of the time. Yep. And a lot more innocent people, not uh, a lot more uh, guilty people would go free if we did that. So, like, I don't know what to say about that. I don't know. I'm not that involved or smart or studied enough for that. But... Then there's the other cases, a civil case, I believe, where it's you just have to prove beyond reasonable doubt, meaning it has to be obvious that they did it. So you cannot be given the death penalty in a civil case when it's just obvious that you did something. And you can in a case where it's, oh, we have proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that you definitely did this. And yet, at least 4.1% are sentenced to death. Again, I believe you said that was a conservative estimate. An intentionally conservative. A deliberately conservative. Meaning that they tried to make it as in favor of, oh, this is as small as we can get this number. <sighs> <sighs> Gosh. Well, you've been listening to Lucas and John get sad about the legal system for like a while now. Uh, <laughs> That's a good seven minutes of us being real sad. Uh, so that was your very not fun fact. <laughs> yeah, yep. Our system is in fact deeply broken, is your very not fun fact. Okay, any more fun things to say about cars to sort of not end on this note, Jenny. I will say that we have, for at least 20 minutes, pointed out how broken the government uh, is, the law and order system is in cars, but at least it's not death penalty bad. So, that's cool, right? Well... Because, like, well, I even mean, when... We don't know, they could carry out the death penalty. You say that, but the, like, super conservative judge who was super hard on crime and was gonna put this guy in jail forever 
he wasn't even considering the death penalty. Which, of course, I don't well, think he yeah, would for God. public <laughs> destruction. But still, like, yeah. it's it's clearly like a out in the middle of nowhere. He can do whatever he wants because that's exactly what he did. And no one mentioned anything about, oh, yeah, he could he could hang for this. No, there was not even a oh. not even a, <sighs> not even a consideration. Also, Doc supposed to be like a character we like, who's like a morally good person. I don't. He wasn't supposed to be at that point in time. Well, yes, but also I don't think that's very definitive proof that the death penalty doesn't exist in the Cars universe. Which man is a weird sentence? One of those that makes you realize what we've been talking about for a while. Uh, but. <laughs> I don't know. I think the death penalty probably exists in the cars first, Johnny. I don't know. I don't... I feel like that in no way is proof, but it might suggest that it might not be a thing, because it was in no way even, like, considered in the two minutes that they deliberated. Why would it ever have been considered for this non-violent person who, like, did mess up their town, but, like... I mean, Just Lucas, like... we're talking about a town that forced him to have the town fool be his lawyer, had a two-minute trial by a jury of one, and he was forced into manual labor while also starved and had just a heavy, heavy burden put on him. And he was forced to be outside just living outside while he was doing this it it's definitely cruel and unusual punishment with no repercussion for the town so i'm just saying like if there is a town that i would assume that would be that kind of like oh this is crazy this is this should not be happening then i would assume it's this town and it was not even like a whisper john what you are saying <laughs> is the one glance at the legal system we are given is inhumane and immoral and has no respect for human rights and has, is not in the slightest bit merciful. And you are saying that is proof that the death penalty doesn't exist in this universe? I'm saying... Because I don't know, man. I'm saying... I think that makes it all the more likely. I'm saying the fact that it is all of those things... And they never once mentioned even, like, uh, oh, we could take care of this guy kind of thing. Like, that suggests that, okay, so they do have their limits. That it, okay, last thing I'll say, that the, the punishment for this honestly fairly minor <laughs> crime is so extreme, again, only makes me feel like, the death, penalty, the death penalty definitely exists in this universe. Also, Finn McMissile and uh, Holly Shiftwell and them murder like a bunch of people wanton with like wanton abandon. So like, I don't know. The sanctity of life doesn't seem like their top concern in this universe. But they're secret agents. That's completely different. They have a license to thrill. <sighs> well, we got fairly political, but I don't really care the death penalty i don't know man you're it's our podcast i don't know <laughs> yeah i i'm gonna i'm gonna take a a hard stance a hard political stance of if there's a chance someone's innocent maybe you don't kill them
Yep. Doesn't seem that complicated to me. Anyway, we should end our podcast now. Uh, uh, so, uh, be sure to get real political and email us. Yeah, if if ever there was a time we we're gonna get emails, it was this. It's this one. So, I don't know, man. Our email is in fact the kachat at gmail.com. and if you want to tweet at us, we are at the kachat on Twitter. So that's cool. Leave us a rating and a review. Maybe don't on this one if you're angry. I mean, if if they're angry, I don't know, man. Like, uh, okay, hey, I'm I'm done with I'm done with it. All right. So until next time, remember to yep <laughs> uh, to not have due process and to just do the worst, do your worst to everyone. That's true. Will you say the actual thing? You know I don't want us to say the actual thing. You know that's about me. (laughs) So until next time, remember to uh, flow like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. Executive producer, Dick Wolf.